We should not be conforming to what's popular. We should not be conforming to pressures of social media. We always just like walk away from God, but he's just chasing after us and he, he won't force a relationship with you. If I would have brought it to the light right away, um, it would have left me with so much less hurt than, than yeah. what um, I experienced. Constantly influencing people and people influencing us. As you grow as a Christian, your convictions are going to be evolving as well. Hi, guys. We are back with another episode of the Freedom Podcast. I'm super excited because, Katie, you always just bring up great topics for us to talk about. Um, And it's kind of just been confirmed throughout the week that we need to be talking about renewing our minds and just practical ways that we can use to um, just get ourselves out of negative mindsets, but Mm -hmm. also you know, paying attention to the things that we surround ourselves with and the people who are speaking into our lives. So today we're talking exactly about that, which I'm super excited. Oh yeah. And especially too, I think with the state of 2020 and Mm -hmm. just how overwhelming, how overwhelming everything has been, Um, but especially the news and the news cycle and just all of the drama and ups and downs of the day. Um, This is something that I think I became very aware of, I don't know about you, but during the quarantine, the first Mm -hmm. lockdown, so earlier this spring, um, I just became very, very, uh, my my awareness was heightened, I would say, to, okay, I'm not interacting with people as much in person. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's more over over the over your phone, over the internet, over the computer. And I got thinking, I was like, what am I actually listening to constantly? And yeah. how is that changing my mindset? Because there's a period of time where during during the lockdown, I was extremely negative. And yeah. I got thinking about it. I was like, why am I so negative? And I was listening to the news constantly. Um, mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you have to take a step back and actually think about, look at your day and think about how much time are you spending in the word versus how much time you're spending listening to the news, listening to um, just really filth, a lot of stuff that comes out of Hollywood, <laughs> you yeah. know, negative things and and just very, um, very, I would say uh, the influence on your mind is not a positive one. Um, and yeah. so we wanted to jump into this because I think it's, it's so important, especially with the state of our world, it's important that you guard yourself against a lot of the influences that can easily slip into your life that you may not even realize. And for me, Mm -hmm. during the quarantine, I think initially, I wasn't even recognizing how much news I was listening to and how much that was affecting me. Um, What would you, is there anything in particular, like you would say that you realized was affecting you more than maybe you anticipated or kind of slowly crept into your life? Yeah, I think for me, I I think it's similar. I think just Mm -hmm. listening to a lot of news, like, okay, so I just remember when COVID first kind of, you know, became a big deal and, you know, you couldn't consume enough information and then everyone that you're around is also talking about it. And it was just like fueling this thing because it was so unknown, which makes sense. You know, it's like people are getting sick, people were dying, like Mm -hmm. things like that. So it made sense why people were so, um, yeah, just you know, talking about all the time, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely like 
I noticed that every interaction that I had for probably that first month, like that was not like a face-to-face interaction, but you know, like you said, like online was only about that. Like everyone was talking about this all the time and I was so sick of hearing Mm -hmm. about it. Um, But yeah, social media, what I ended up doing earlier this year was I put a time limit Yes. On my Instagram and all social media. I only use Instagram. But Mm -hmm. yeah, and that was like, I had to put a limit on it because I just didn't realize, like, you sometimes just don't realize how much things are really affecting Mm -hmm. you. And um, same with conversations that I was having with people. Um, I just decided that I wasn't going to talk about COVID. So that was like kind of a thing for me because I was just so over it. Like, Mm -hmm. I once it kind of, you know, once we found out that if you're healthy and you're young, that you'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Like it's just not something to worry about because it was just adding so much stress to my life and Mm -hmm. it was just so unhealthy. And same, I got in a really negative mindset. And then I was also living in fear that someone would come in and just like close down our gym and kick us out. And that was like really nerve wracking. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's true. Like (laughs) what you feed your mind is what also you're going to like put back out to. Absolutely. um, Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one thing that we often don't realize is that our thoughts are a lot of times a result of what we're listening to and what we are feeding our souls with. You think about like, what you feed your body with. We're very aware. I mean, you and I, we Mm -hmm. both work in the fitness industry and talking about nutrition and talking about what you eat and how if you eat certain things, you'll probably feel terrible. If you eat healthier food and, you know, focus on, on, um, actually eating a, a varied, healthy, uh, vibrant colors in your diet and a variety and, you know, all these things that we talk about, right. That's very, obvious. Like, okay, you eat well, you usually feel better, you look better, you perform better as an athlete. Um, But we don't think about like, are you feeding your mind just junk? And then you expect your your mental state to be in a good place. I mean, how can you expect Mm -hmm. to actually feed your mind with filth and then, and then think you'll be fine? And I, and for me, a lot of this has to do with thinking about when I am being influenced, what am I allowing to influence me? So what am I listening to? Who am I following? What type of music am I listening to? Mm -hmm. And as silly as that may sound, like some people might be like, really? Like, are we actually talking about, you know, music? Music's fine. I mean, you know, it's just music. It's a good beat. Yeah. Um, But I have found myself for sure being influenced by the music that I listen to and the language um, in that music and and just my mindset, it really does shape your mind. And you have to think about yeah. it speaking into you. So what you yeah. watch on TV, the music you listen to, the people you follow on social media. And so like, what are some steps to take in order to feed your mind with the truth, God's word? So, you know, first, I think, um, I don't know. When do you spend time in the word? Do you usually do it first thing in the morning or do you try to do that first thing in the morning? Typically on the days that I work early, I usually do either um, a podcast on the way to work and then I'll actually read at night um, just because I do not like to wake up extra early. And then on my mornings like this, um, I three or four days during the week, I'm fortunate enough to not have to go into work early. So 
um, I just spend time in the word and I like to listen to a podcast. I like yeah. to listen to worship music. I yeah. kind of do my own little like church service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So usually on the mornings that I'm up and on the go, it's just a podcast in the car just so I can at least get my mind right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just taking time to pray oh, and I have a nice little commute. So I, I do get a good amount of yeah. time um, oh, that's on those a- early mornings. Yeah. That's an awesome opportunity to be able to listen to something and feed your mind with positivity and the truth and, and root yourself in the truth. And like you said, like you're using your commute to, to feed your mind with the the correct nutrition, right? Yeah. So it's like, I think a lot of times we think like we have to be sitting down and like reading our Bible. And even though I, yeah, it doesn't have to be, I mean, yes, there is a, a, huge component of your spiritual growth to reading the word. Absolutely. You have to be in the word and in reading and, and, um, that's how God will speak to us. That's how we'll be, you know, the, the word is, is convicting and we have to be in it in order to, um, be convicted, right? We can't just expect to kind of like coast along and, and be okay. And we're not in God's word, which is the bread of life. Um, but I think a lot of times we, almost have this black and white mentality of, okay, it has to be like sitting down and reading the Bible Mm -hmm. in order to, you know, be feeding my mind with the right things. And it's like, no, actually like you did take, take, or as you do each week, take advantage of those times where maybe you um, can listen to a podcast. And like, that's the beauty of technology too. Like think about how many resources we have, um, sermons online, podcasts, and just all kind. I mean, it's literally never ending. And so like you, you said on your commute. So sometimes when I'm like cooking or I'm doing something mindless, a lot of times I listen Mm -hmm. to podcasts or listen to sermons. And um, it's amazing the difference once you start doing that in your perspective. I noticed a huge shift, at least for me, when I kind of, as I mentioned earlier, I had sort of that like epiphany moment during the first quarantine back in March or so. I thought I need to be, if I'm not filling my mind with some with the truth, with God's word, and I'm filling my mind with fear, with anxiety, with um, the news. I am not going to be the person that God called me to be. I'm not going to be effective for the kingdom because I'm going to yeah. be in this like fear loop, this fear mentality. So how can I take my time where maybe I'm filling it with this junk and actually fill it with proper nutrition that I need for my mind and my soul. And so yeah. for me, sometimes that looks like cooking. I'm listening to a podcast or if I'm driving. Um, and I enjoy starting my day with a little bit of getting into the word, like a, a short chunk of time first thing in the morning. I try to do that and then journal. Um, I notice yeah. my days go much better typically. Um, yeah, but what are so some, true. Yeah. What are some other, like, would you say you did, have you done like an overhaul of your social media or anything like extreme? Like I know our society would call it extreme, but kind of (laughs) big steps of like unfollowing certain accounts or, um, deleting apps, or is there anything that you have done specifically? Yeah, I think, I mean, the first thing that really comes to mind is, um, in terms of social media, I really only use Instagram, but, um, it really, it was, just, I didn't unfollow a ton of people, but I muted some people, especially (laughs) when, um, you know, people just kind of started talking about like socialism and and I Mm -hmm. saw a lot of people 
um, when in their defense um, for their presidential candidate, were saying that like, you know, Jesus was, um, uh, he was a socialist and all this stuff. And I just, when people start taking like, um, uh, like Christianity out Mm -hmm. of context, it really upsets me. And I kind of, what I usually do is I gauge whether, is it, a conversation that I should dive into or is it not? Mm-hmm. Or is this person kind of set on their path or is it even worth like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, really worth that conversation. Right. So more accounts like that, I, I did remove a lot of people, but I honestly, what I noticed is that I didn't realize how many celebrities I followed. Mm-hmm. I think I unfollowed every single celebrity <laughs> except for a couple Christian ones. And yeah. I was just like, I can't, cause I'm so done with the yeah. things that you're posting, the things that right. you're promoting that mm-hmm. go a hundred percent against my beliefs. And then they also start to skew my beliefs in the sense of like, Oh, well maybe this is okay for right. some people, but not right. okay for others, you know, depending on what the topic is. Right. Um, and that was the biggest thing. And then also just like, I mean, I've talked to you about this a lot, but I've pretty much almost completely removed secular music Mm -hmm. out of my just like life. (laughs) Um, so I, yeah, I just, for me, it just affects my thought process too much. Um, especially because, I mean, I like, like hip hop and things like that. And a lot of the times those things can be very vulgar and not uplifting and not, you know, giving praise to God. And it's just like, when you get stuck in that loop, um, it's just easy to fall back into just previous sins or things, or just, you know, even just your thought process. It's just not, it's not focused on the Lord. So I think it's just really important to make lifestyle changes. Um, Mm -hmm. and like lifestyle changes that support like your health too, because obviously that all affects your um, mental state. And, um, it's not just, physical, but it's also spiritual. So I think that's something to really consider. It's like making sure you're getting enough sleep and getting enough rest, but then also resting in the Lord and the fact that you're giving them your worries and your fears and, um, you know, all of those things too. So Mm -hmm. it's very, it's a dual component. It's like, okay, well, like you said, if you're not eating well, you're probably not going to feel good about yourself. Then it's probably going to affect your sleep, your exercise. And then it's just going to be, you're going to be stuck in this loop of, you know, feeling crappy, but also not doing things that actually support a healthy lifestyle and then mm-hmm. a healthy mindset and then a healthy spiritual life as well. Oh, absolutely. And like you said, with the secular music, you have to think about things that maybe you wouldn't realize or that were encouraged by our society, negative things that are enc- almost like destructive things that are encouraged. Um, so yeah. what movies are you watching? What yes. music are you listening to? And you feel actually like, I, I remember at one point when I was, this was sort of in the beginning stages of my uh, journey with the Lord, kind of renewing my my uh, spiritual life and getting back into the word and pursuing Christ and starting to go to church and surrounding myself with yeah. leaders um, back in like 2016, 2017. I remember at one point standing there and thinking, like I was listening to music and I can vividly remember this too. I was in the gym. I was listening to secular music. And like you mm-hmm. said, like, I really like um, rap. I like hip hop. And yeah. so I was standing there and I thought, okay, wait, what are these lyrics saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on. Okay, hold on a second. Let me pull up these lyrics on my phone. Yeah. And as silly as that sounds, like take a moment to do that with some of your favorite music and actually look at that and think, yeah. okay, is this positively influencing my life or is this 
filling mm-hmm. me with absolute garbage. I mean, degrading, um, yeah. just racist things, degrading against women, talking, you know, and it's yeah. just like, what are we feeding our minds with? And so I have a hundred percent now I can't even, and this is not coming from a place of like, holier than thou at all. Mm -hmm. I used to have a filthy mouth. I used to drop all kinds of cuss words. I mean, I still, you know, occasionally it's not like I'm perfect or anything, but (laughs) my mouth was filthy. I would listen to filthy music. My friends and I, we would talk about like we, our language was filthy and it is not in my own power, my own might, my own strength. And that truly has been a transformation of my mind because Mm -hmm. now I do not struggle with um, really cursing or or that sort yeah. of thing. Whereas before it was like a constant struggle. I mean, yeah. it was like, th- no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get rid of dropping yeah. F-bombs all the time. Um, yeah. But now it's like, oh my gosh, that's the power of the Lord. That's the power of the Holy Spirit within me. And this goes back to, um, I think, well, one of my favorite verses is Romans 12, um, one through two. And it's in, uh, talks about pleading, pleading with you to give your bodies to God for all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And that truly, I think the reflection, I just, I mean, as simple as my language and kind of what music I listen to, I can't even really listen to secular music now without like feeling this kind of filth and like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. Like it actually bothers me. And it's not like from a place of like, oh my gosh, I'm so much better because I've struggled with that so much in the past, but it truly has been a transformation. And you have to think about like, God commands us to be holy and to be pure is what you're feeding your mind with actually holy and pure in your language and that sort of thing. And and so a lot of times I have an issue with um, uh, certain, well, and this is another thing too, like, are you being influenced by Christians who are actually like taking the scripture out of context and totally twisting yeah. it and influencing you? Because that's one area too, where I think a lot of times certain groups are um almost extreme and sort of the grace and not about the conviction. And it's like, well, do what you want. You can, you know, be filthy with your language and filthy with what you watch and filthy. And it's okay. Cause God loves you. And it's like, actually, okay. Yes. God does love you, but he commands us to be pure and holy. And it's yeah. over and over and over in the scripture. I mean, just now what I read in Romans 12. And so you have to think about, okay, we may slip, we're going to slip up. We're going to fall. We're going to, you know, have, you know, slip ups all the time, but are we pursuing that holiness, pursuing that righteousness because we're commanded to and our actions prove our love for the Lord. And so if you're not actively working, and this is my own personal conviction, I mean, you know, pray about it, read the word, convict it on your own. But if you're still, your language is filthy, you're, you know, cursing out people, you're dropping F-bombs all the time. Are you really pursuing purity and and righteousness and holiness? Or is that just kind of an excuse, you know, so of like, oh, well, God forgives me, you know, and that can be with any sin and with any um, temptation. And and so for, you know, I slip up every single day. (laughs) You know, it's not going to a place of, yeah. And I still, you know, curse and, and, you know, occasionally, but it's just like, I think about the transformation of my mind and how um, my perspective on that is 
change. And that's only the work of God. Cause I used to have an attitude about that. And I was like, I can say whatever the heck I want. Don't tell yeah. me what to do. Yeah. Well, and I think too, is that like, we have to remember that when we are pursuing God and we're actually like turning our lives over, he has the power to renew us and to rescue our minds. And so I think like for people who, um, so I started reading that book that the uh, the porch they interviewed um, Jenny Allen. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Like, get out of your head. Yeah. So I told you, I was like, oh, I ordered it. Well, it came this week. And so oh I've been kind of diving into that. Shout out um, to the porch, too. Like, if, if yes. our listeners want another great resource, the resource, the porch in um, in Dallas is amazing. It's with Watermark. Yes. Watermark. Oh, so good. I listen to their podcasts so every good. week. I listen to the sermons. But, anyways, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she talks a lot about um, just you know, that God has transformative power, but we also Mm -hmm. have to make sure that we're taking care of our souls and pursuing and allowing, like opening ourselves up to allow God to change us Mm -hmm. um, and not being like, not focusing so much on um, being cured from whatever sin or whatever you're struggling with, but just pursuing God and just wanting to know him more. So sometimes I think like, um, I think of myself in particular, like I've fallen like victim to pursuing God for the Mm -hmm. things that he can give me versus just pursuing God because I love him and he loves me. Um, and I think there is a difference there just in the way that, you know, I think people are like, well, I'm serving God. I should be blessed by God. And that's not always the way it works, especially Mm -hmm. in Christianity. Um, you know, I think that we have to remember that we are going to go through hard times because that just strengthens our faith. Um, so she talks a lot about that. Just like, stop chasing after God to fix you, but chase after God just to know him more. And in that, that. he will transform you. And it's just really beautiful because I'm such such a, um, like, I mean, we've talked about perfectionists and things like that. So if I like fall or like when I fall and like fall back into old sins, I'm just like, why do I keep struggling with this? Like I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's just not always the case. Like continue to pursue God and he will remind you how desperately we need him because we can't fix ourselves. Exactly. Oh, that's, I love that. I love that. And, you know, that's the thing too. It's like, are we seeking, like you said, struggling with that perfection? Are we seeking that perfection or are we seeking God and then he will change us? He will change the desires of our heart too. And that's the thing. We can't just seek these, oh, well, you know, like you said, the outcome, like seeking these blessings. It's God, if we're pursuing God, we will our lives will overflow with blessings. Now, is it necessarily yeah. what our world classifies as success? No, because the world is is fallen. The world is sinful. And if you are of the world, your desires are going to be different, um, yeah. you know, if you're pursuing God. And so I even see the change like in my own desires and and kind of uh, uh, the, the things that I feel I define as success are totally different Mm -hmm. now than, and I still struggle with it. Absolutely. You know, I still feel the pressure to, you know, with money and fame and, you know, all kinds of things. But, but at the same time, like my true desire, um, actually was having this conversation recently and I, I was talking about business and talking about how I had a business coach kind of tell me what, my business could look like and and how much money I could make if I did X, Y, and Z and how yeah. um, I could be, you know, 
making so much more money and all these things. And it really was actually, it was actually unappealing to me because it was more about the money, less about the, the difference that I could make through the Lord. And so it actually was like a little repulsing. I was like, I don't want to work with this person because they're focused so much on the material money. Not that there's anything wrong with success at all, but like, I don't just want a bigger, a bigger amount of money in my bank account. Like that's not satisfying to me. If it, if it disturbs my peace day to day, it's not worth it. I would much rather have to budget my life out than be rolling in the dough and have no peace, you know? Yeah. um, Well, and that's the case for a lot of people when, you know, when they're pursuing, when money becomes your idol and your God, mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of peace there um, just because there's always a want for more. Absolutely. It's never enough. It's yeah. never enough. And that's so much of what you feed your mind with will influence the way you think. And the way we think, our thoughts are so powerful. I remember reading a statistic one time that was something along the lines of like 97% of your thoughts from like today will will be similar to your thoughts from yesterday or something along those lines, like positive or negative in nature. And so it's not just this like overnight shift. It truly is a day by day transformation of your mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. And we're commanded um, in Hebrews, it talks about stripping every weight that slows us down and yes. sin that trips us up. And so it's like, okay, it's not going to be an overnight thing. If no. statistically we think about 70, 97% now, of course, God is above statistics. He can make a big difference. But at the same time, like we have to realize it's the Bible talks about a daily renewal of your mind, a transformation yeah. of your mind. So it's going to be a, most of the time, it's going to be a slow process. Yeah. It's not going to be as fast as you think. And so if it's 97%, okay, well today let's make it, um, you know, instead of being 75% negative thoughts, let's make it 74%. And then tomorrow yeah. 73 and then 72. And before you know it, you'll start to actually our our brains are are changeable. It actually, from a scientific perspective, like we can change the composition of our brain. And that actually is why um, pornography, they've done a lot of uh, different studies on the brain and your brain chemistry with pornography and how it actually changes the way that you think in the composition of your mind. And that's why it's it's like any addiction. I mean, it's so pornography, especially though, they've done studies on specifically how it changes your brain chemistry and and the the composition of your brain it's insane and yeah. that's a day by day change for someone who yeah. is maybe struggling with an addiction um to pornography or or you know something of that nature but it's a day by day renewal of your mind so okay how can we be a little bit better today and how can we speak truth into our life a little bit more and so maybe that means deleting an app maybe that means yeah. taking a social media break maybe that means un- following people on social media. Maybe it means stop stop hanging out with that person that's constantly bombarding you with negativity and lies and you know uh cursing you out every time you're around them. I mean it 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 it's one of those things sometimes you have to be what our world would call extreme in order yeah. to make positive changes in your life. Um and so at one point, I mean, I don't know how, well, since you have your own gym, that's awesome. You can control the environment. Yeah. Yeah. But at certain times, like I've had to change entire gyms because I noticed myself 
just being heavily influenced by the people there. And I've had to remove myself from that because I noticed this actually was during a time kind of more, not recently, but within the past few years when I was pursuing God. And at one point I was like, I have to leave this gym because I feel myself slipping back into some old patterns and my language and just, it was influencing me in a negative way. Um, So even removing yourself from certain situations is I think important at times. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I've definitely been to a couple, um, gyms like that where I noticed, um, just the atmosphere was negative in a sense where yeah. people I, like, I consider myself a very positive person. Yeah. Um, I would say like 99% of the time I'm like happy, mm-hmm. um, outside of, you know, there's things. I can confirm there, but... this being with you. That <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> I just, I try, like I try. Oh, so great. I love it. And but... that's so like, think about that too. Think about how how wonderful of an example of the joy of the Lord that is. Like yeah. if we can exude that, just that being content. Oh yes. You have hard things in your life. Yes. You yeah. deal with struggles, but like in general, you have that optimism and it's not coming from your own might. It's coming from God. But anyway, yeah. yeah continue with what you're saying. No. Sorry, totally. No, no, you're fine. But I do notice, I mean, like you said, the atmosphere that you're in does affect, you know, just your mindset so much. And, and like, I definitely have like a, a policy. If someone's negative, I try not to, Mm. um, be around them too much. Mm, Um, because it's easy, just like you said, just to fall into this, like rut or just past behaviors. Um, and so this is a quote from Jenny Allen's book, Get Out of Your Head, the one that I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier. And it said, it was talking about, um, uh, you know, toxic thinking. And it says, the danger of toxic thinking is that it produces an alternate reality, one in which distorted reasoning actually seems to make sense. And so she was basically just talking about how, you know, like you said, those previous thoughts from the day before, they usually carry over. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of start putting yourself into this reality that may not actually exist, right. but it's because you're continually bringing these thoughts over and over and you get stuck in this loop of like either negativity or self-doubt or um, I don't know, whatever, um, even sinful thoughts or, mm-hmm. or just lustful thoughts or yeah. things like that. Um, and she was saying like that now becomes a reality because you've essentially placed yourself in it. And mm-hmm. um, her book is great because it really talks about how with the word of God and, you know, she, she really talks about renewing your mind and how to mm-hmm. stop having um, specifically, she was having a lot of anxiety and depression and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, and it was great because I was like, no, it's so true. Cause like if I wake up and something affects me and I'm just like in a mood for mm-hmm. the day or a couple hours or something like that. Like it is more likely to carry over that next day because I've now placed Absolutely. myself when I have the power to take my mind and just go read the word and find things that are encouraging in my life, talk to people, um, mm. you know, reach out to friends, be like, Hey, I'm struggling with just like mm. a negative mindset today. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really negative, you know, and people are, I think when you're open and you talk to other people, they're just like, they want to be encouraging, like, especially right. if you have a good base of friends around you. Right. 
Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is one area where sometimes too, a, um, I personally, I see a counselor every month or so, and he helps me come up with like strategies and like things to like homework to work yeah. on. Um, and just like how I'm viewing myself and maybe patterns. And a lot of times it can help to have that like outside objective perspective of like different thought patterns that you tend to yeah. get caught into. And for me, it tends to be a really negative, like self criticism. Like I tend yeah. to be very hard on myself. Um, th- that perfectionism that we've talked about, shout out mm-hmm. uh, our last or, you know, little um, shameless plug for our, our one of right. our episodes, <laughs> <laughs> episodes about perfectionism. Um, but getting in that loop of like being super hard on myself. Um, And so recognizing like that is not from God and that's, that really is idolatry because I'm thinking about myself a lot. And so uh, that's not good. And so even though sometimes our, um, you know, we can think of that as being almost like different, like, oh, well, you're being hard on yourself. That's almost like praised in our society sometimes, like strive to be better. But actually it's a form of idolatry idolatry and narcissism because we're constantly thinking about ourselves. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, renewing our mind each day is not just about like, how can I be better? How can I? But it's also like, how can we help other people? How can we be there for our friends? How can we actually exude like represent Christ and the fruit of the spirit to our family and to yeah. our loved ones and to, you know, we, we get this like perception in our mind that it's all about like, um, you know, religion has to be so black and white and like, this is yeah. how you, um, do it's like, actually it's fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Okay. Being a good Christian is also being patient with the person at yes. the drive through line, you know, yeah. at, at Starbucks or fast food, but like it's being like, how are we loving our neighbor? It's not just, um, this formula or form formulation. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know, like like an X, Y, Z type thing. It's like, actually it's in every interaction we have. How are we trying to pursue that holiness and that Christ-like attitude, even in those small things? And it, it adds up and, and then we can, you know, we can actually start to make that progress and and be transformed, which is so beautiful and powerful. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, the devil knows what your, mm-hmm. um, like struggle is or, you know, and, and he is the best at using that against you, but also he always wants to keep you isolated and mm-hmm. keep your problems to yourself. So I think if the biggest thing is, is like, reach out to someone, like you said, you yes. talk to your counselor and he gives you yeah. strategies. Like that is amazing because mm-hmm. it can, one, you're getting it off your chest. And sometimes just saying something like mm-hmm. we were just talking about this this week, like just saying like, I'm struggling with this, telling someone, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it like that does, mm. it, that's like its own type of therapy because you get it off your chest. You're now no longer just struggling with this one thing alone and isolated. And the devil, he wants that. He wants mm-hmm. you to be isolated. He wants you to think that you're not good enough, that you can never get over this, that you're always going to struggle with this sin. You know, whatever the lies that he tells you, if it's anything that's not good, it's not coming from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when we buy into those lies, that's really just deeply rooted in what we believe about God. Right. So I think that like, we're like, oh, well, you know, I, I know someone who 
It's like, well, maybe I'm just like not good enough for this blessing. Like if they, mm. um, you know, if, if they are blessed and I'm just like, well, no, that is given to you by God and you're right. You're not good enough, but with God you are. And right. it tells you that, that we're made perfect in this sight. And I think for me, like I get stuck in uh, like, um, I feel underqualified for things mm. that I'm actually overqualified for. That's mm. always been something that I've like struggled with. And I'm like, okay, no, God has given me these talents and I am smart and I can do these things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I am good enough for these things, but like the devil also uses those thoughts, you know, against me. Like, are you sure? Are you sure that you're mm-hmm. good enough? Like you think that like you can do this, you know, and it kind of makes me backpedal and, um, you know, at times be fearful to move forward and whether it's, you know, something in my career or right. um, even just like a project, like starting like, you know, this podcast and mm-hmm. just like things like that. So it's just, it's easy. Um, if you're not feeding your mind, with the word to get caught up in these lies that the devil's constantly, because he knows you too. Like mm-hmm. the Lord knows you, but so does Satan. So right. it's like, we have to really right. pay attention to that. Right. Um, right. And yeah, then it can I, become like, what are you, what, what are you listening to? Like, yeah. so those, those things that the devil knows are our insecurities are our weaknesses or where we slip up. Like, are we then just numbing ourselves with, whatever it may be, social media or movies, or, or are we actually going to the word and, and listening to the truth? Um, and like you said, like combating, like we have to combat those lies with the truth. And so even if that means like taking the word of God and putting it on a sheet of paper and reading that to yourself, like with those different thoughts that you may tend to have. I mean, that is something too. Like if I'm struggling with something, sometimes I simply open up the Bible app and I Google like what I'm struggling with. Yeah. No, really. (laughs) And, or, or Google, uh, search, you know, search search what I'm struggling with and like, I'm struggling with fear. And then there's all kinds of Bible verses that have to do with fear or I'm struggling with, with whatever it may be, um, all kinds of sin. And it's just, um, going to the word for our truth and not to what the world would say or what the devil wants us to listen to. Yeah. A hundred percent. And God wants us to live in peace. Like that's like the one gift that I feel like is like the best gift is peace because I have, you know, struggled with anxiety and um, just all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So I just think like, yeah, peace Mm -hmm. is like, that's the best gift that you could ever have, like no thing is going to make you happy or no, No. you know, amount of money or whatever. But Mm -hmm. God's peace is like, he promises to give that to us when we seek him and turn over our fears, you know, to the Lord. So which is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great, great (laughs) conversation. And, and hopefully this is helpful to our listeners on ways to, Um, renew your mind each day and think about what you're feeding yourself um, from a soul food perspective, which is so important. So yes, I love it. We will see you guys next episode. Bye. Bye.